0: This is episode gone back to video. I can't believe it. Can you believe it? I can't believe
1: it. I can't believe it. Two, three, four. Is it a scarf or is it half of a sweater? From what I've heard, it could be a third of a poncho. There's no excuse now not to be knitting, because you can do it standing.
0: Hi everybody, welcome to the Trudy Myrtle Podcast. This is episode gone back to video. I can't believe it. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. I can't believe I'm actually doing this again. I have to get dressed to do my podcast now. I have to uh, put on a little bit of makeup. I mean, I don't have to. I do choose to. Uh... I'm hoping I still get guests that don't mind being on video. I have got someone lined up already, so I'm hoping that guests are are also okay about video because we're back to video. I had so many of you asking me over the last few years, couple of years, however long I've been doing an audio podcast, asking me, please, will you go back to video? I miss the video, let's say. I miss your face. (laughs) Anyway, I thought, look, it's a new year, 2018. Oh, let's go back to video. This will be fun. I actually missed being able to show you things. Uh, I tried really hard on the audio podcast to make my descriptions come alive so you could, you know, hear, actually see what I'm talking about. And um, I hope I was kind of successful. But there's nothing like showing you what I'm doing. So if you're new to the show, uh, welcome. It's lovely to have you with me. I'm Libby, by the way. Um, I kind of go everywhere uh, on the online as Trudy Myrtle. You can find me all over the internet as Trudy Myrtle. I have a website, trudymyrtle.com. You can go and check me out there. I design knitting patterns. I make a heaps of clothes. Actually, I have hardly sewed for ages, but I, I do knit a lot. <laughs> I will sew now. I'm hoping this will really motivate me to get back to sewing because I love sewing. Um, so I'm hoping this will motivate me to get back for sew- to sewing. So yeah, you can find me all over the internet as Trudy Myrtle. I'm Trudy Myrtle podcast on Instagram. Somebody took my name. And I'm still trying to get Trudy Myrtle. But, you know that's a story for another day. Uh, come and say hi to me. I love a good chat. And if you're if you've been around for a while, welcome back. I hope you I hope you don't mind that I'm jiggling from video to audio to video. It's been a few years. I think it's time for a change. I do like a change. Um, what can you expect from the podcast? Well, look, it would be really nice to record every week, but I'm just not sure that I'm gonna be able to. I'll try. No, I won't probably. What I'll probably do is record every fortnight. That's that's realistic. If I do more, it's a bonus, okay? Um, I will try and record every fortnight, and I'm going to show you just what I'm up to. I'll do some little sneaky peeks of things behind the scenes. I thought I might try and do some footage through that fortnight, so you can see what I'm up to, what I'm knitting, what I'm sewing. If we have lambs, I mean, you all want to see the lambs when we have lambs. Um, I live on a lifestyle property in New Zealand. They call it a lifestyle property down here. It's a piece of land. We've got five acres. We have a bunch of animals. We've got a flock of sheep, uh, a couple of steers, dog, cat, bunch of chickens. Um, We've got a nice big space here. And um, there's always a bit of action going on, particularly with the sheep. Oh, sheep. Oh, they're crazy. They keep escaping. We've had such a big problem this year with the sheep escaping out out of our fences. So I'm hoping that they're all a bit big now to get through. But, oh, you know. One thing you will realize about me is that I do tend to dribble on about things and I kind of find it hard to stick to the point, but I will try and get back to the point. The point is, what was I saying? About the video, what you can expect from the video. I love to make clothes. I love to make clothes. So I've hardly done any sewing lately. I've just been, oh, I don't know. I've actually put on heaps of weight and it's middle age. I think it's, I'm sure it's menopause and um, I've kind of thickened and it's not budging. So I've been a bit you know, that's all right. It's fine. I just have to wrap my head around it. but I've, I haven't really felt like making clothes for myself that fit. so I'm just wanting to wear big loose baggy dresses like the one I'm wearing. Uh, I don't know I, I've just I, what I have to do is I actually have to make clothes that fit me. I've sort of limped through the summer with my handmade wardrobe. I have a reasonable amount of handmade clothes. I mean it's it's pretty small by wardrobe stand, you know sizes i i don't have many clothes but heaps of them are handmade and i've limped through the summer um and clothes that haven't really felt that comfortable on the whole i found myself reaching for sort of baggy things and elastic pants and stuff like that so my aim is to actually make some clothes that fit so i feel great again because you know why not that's what life's about um, so I'm going to do a bit of sewing. I'm hoping this will motivate me to get back to sewing. I've got some sewing to talk to you about. But I knit. I knit and knit and knit. I've actually knitted so much lately. I've just felt like I've knitted. I've actually done quite a bit of ripping back. But that's, you know, that's designing for you. I've knitted a lot over the summer. We've had a really hot summer. It's been pretty hardcore at times. Uh, I've been knitting garments. And some of them have been sort of heavy, DK cabled garments and it's just oh, oh so hot. <laughs> it's really hot to do that. I'm hoping that this year I'll just plan myself better so that next summer I'll knit uh, lightweight things. Linen and little tops and little tiny shawls. it's my plan anyway whether I can do that or not. So you can expect to see lots of knitting and lots of sewing. Little snippets from behind the scenes of what's happening here at Trudy Myrtle. Um, and generally stuff that I find interesting, because I do stumble across a lot of things that I find really interesting, and uh, I just love to share it with you, so I'm going to try and do that, oh, I will do that as well, so, now one of the first things I wanted to tell you, talk to you about was also my newsletter, uh, you may or may not be subscribed to my newsletter, you can subscribe to this podcast, uh, which is, comes up as a blog post on my, on my um, website, so you can either get my newsletter, or my newsletter and the podcast. So you might want to do that. Um, Whenever there's a podcast, it will just automatically go into your inbox. So I know you can subscribe on YouTube, but if you're like me, you always forget to look. Um, I don't get emails. I get so many emails, I don't get more about YouTube as well. But for things I really want to keep an eye on, I make sure they go into my inbox. So you can do that too. Just head over to trudymyrtle.com and um, you you can click on to get my newsletter and it will give you some options about what you want to sign up for. Uh, my newsletter was monthly, and it was long, and it was really fun, and I people wrote to me, and, and they did say that they really enjoyed it, and I had, I had a little article in it every time, or a longish article, it's called my Mini Mag, it's still called my Mini Mag, but my plan is that the newsletter will come out more frequently, probably fortnightly, and um, I might alternate it with the podcast, and it will have, it'll just be shorter. Be snappier. It'll still have tons of really useful information. I'll tell you what designs are coming along. You'll be the only ones that will get the discounts. Um, you know, when I when I launch a new design, the new, my newsletter subscribers will get the discount code for that. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop putting it all over social media. I just think there needs to be a bit of a you know a thank you for joining my newsletter, being bombarded with all my fantastic knitting information and sewing information. Um, but that's where my um, Codes will be if you want discounts on my patents. So again, just head over to TrudyMurtle.com to sign up. I'll put things in like tutorials and tips and stuff I found useful. And it'll be much the same as it used to be uh, in terms of content. It'll just be a bit snappier. So it doesn't take so long to read. It doesn't take up quite so much of your day and isn't quite so time consuming for me at the other end. Seeing as now I'm going to do this as well. And videos do take a little bit longer. Whatever you know, I'm working it out, it's a new year. <laughs> I'm constantly evolving with these things. Um, I'm just really glad you're here to watch and, to, and you're back. It's really good. I'm quite a, a chatty person, I'm quite an extroverted person, and working at home can be a bit quiet. So, I do relish the opportunity to have a chat to you and to find out what you're up to um, and tell you what I'm up to because you know, it's I, I like it. You can sort of see what everyone else is doing and hear what everyone else is doing. So that's what you can kind of expect. Uh, something that's happening at the moment in my Ravelry group, which is my well, Ravelry, obviously, the Trudy mutual Ravelry group, is a knit-along. We're having a sort of a change-of-season knit-along. For those in the Northern Hemisphere, you're heading into spring. And for those of us down here, we are slowly, apparently, limping into Auckland. I seem to be limping a lot. i talked about that a lot, limping. I'm not really limping at all, but anyway. Um, we are, we're cruising very slowly into autumn. The mornings are slightly cooler, but the afternoons, they feel hot still. High 20s, in Celsius we're getting. Anyway, it's a change of season. cow, and we're knitting shawls and wraps. So if you want something light and pretty to throw around your neck on summer evenings, or if you want something large and cozy to curl up in when the weather gets cool, This is the knit-along for you. Come and join us. Uh, We don't start actually knitting, uh, we don't cast on until the 15th of March, so you've got a few days. Between now and then, um, I'm offering a discount on all my shawl and wrap patterns. If you just use the code shawl, S-H-A-W-L, you can grab any of my shawl and uh, wrap patterns, or stoles, or whatever there are there, um, and come and join us in the knit-along. So it's going to run for two months. We're going to finish it in about the 15th of May, so, um, I would love to see you there. Uh, the Ravelry group is really chatty. It's really fun. It's such a lovely group of people. It's inc- really welcoming. Everybody is welcome. All levels of experience are welcome. It, you know, some people, we have to help. Some people post pictures, and lots of people have questions about things they're doing. That's fantastic. I love that. I love all the chitter chatter and oh look at my pretty yarn and this is what I'm doing and "Ah, I'm stuck on this. It's great. It's all great. So come and join us in the Ravelry group. Um, There are links to everything. Well I'll put links in the show notes and there will be show notes. So I'll put them, I'll probably put them in my blog and I'll link to them on YouTube so you can flick over and grab them. I'll figure that out later. But there will be show notes. So come and join us for the knit along. It's called the Spring Shawl wrap-up hug cow or something. I gave it some long name that now I can't remember. But anyway, it should really, it will be really good. All your whips are welcome. So if you've had something that you've already started, bring it along. Like if you really can't wait and you want to cast on, just cast on. And then on the 15th, we can all start officially. It just gives people the time to find yarn and not feel like they're getting left behind and make the most of getting this discount on shawls and try and decide what they want to make and get other stuff off their needles. I have a new shawl that I'm going to start with you. I've got a new design. I'm working it um, in some absolutely beautiful yarn. Here's some of it. It's Three skeins of yarn. I, oh, I adore this yarn. Can you see that? My camera's not going to focus. I, I've got to work out how to do focus. So. Anyway, um, this is from Debbie at Revive Yarns in New Zealand. She's a relatively new designer down here, but oh my goodness, her yarn is fabulous. So, um, I'm really excited to be working with her on a new shawl design. I've got three beautiful skeins that sort of morph one into the other, and I've got this really funky idea in my head. So, um, I'm going to cast on that with you. I just have a couple of things to wrap up between now and then, which is perfect, and then we can all cast on together. So, come and join us. I'd love to see you there. You're really good. So, what else did I have to tell you? A lot of things. Um, I was going to tell you a little bit about sewing that I'm up to, and I was going to tell you a little bit about a new design I released. So what should we do first? Should we do the design? There you go. Um, I released the first pattern I released this year. It's the only pattern so far. Where are we? March. This was released in February. Uh, is a cardigan, which I absolutely love, and I cannot wait to wear it. I knitted it last year, the end of last year, with some beautiful yarn from Moke Yarn, M-O-E-K-E. I'm really wondering if I'm saying that correctly. So if I'm not, can you please tell me? Uh, Moke yarn is a Romanian yarn. Um, They use traditional Romanian sheep uh, from a flock they have there. And um, it's an old, old mill. It's one of those, it's just the most fabulous story. It's one of those mills where everybody eyeballs it. Does that look right? Is that, you know, it's got enough yardage on that skein? Is this the ply we're after? Um, And those skills are passed down from person to person to person. It's not a sort of a high-tech mill. It's really old school. I absolutely love it, the sound of it. I would love to go and visit it one day. Anyway, um, mokai yarn, that, I mean, everything is really low processed. So it's really minimally processed. So the sheep um, are shorn, and then the, the wool is scoured, so it's washed and cleaned, and rainwater. And that's, you know, I did actually try this once. We had some sheep. I got hold of some yarn, um, some yarn, some fibre from someone. And I soaked it in water uh, as well. I actually use my water out of my taps because we have a bore here. So it was straight out of the ground. So it was all, um, um, you know, it doesn't have any chemicals in it. And it really does work really well. It's amazing. It retains that beautiful sheepy smell. But it cleans incredibly well just soaking it in water. It, it takes a bit longer. It's, it's you know, a little bit more time intensive and labor intensive. But, um, oh, it's it's really, really good. So... That's how they scour the yarn, and then they spin it in this beautiful old mill. So the skeins can be a little bit, or just a little bit, I mean, I think they're pretty good at getting it right, but they're a little bit um, different, one another. They can be, the batches can be slightly different. So if you are gonna knit something, it'd be good to try and get it all from the same batch, but generally that comes out annually anyway, so you'll probably be fine. Anyway, the thing about this yarn is it's got a slight crunch to it. It's quite a rustic yarn. Um, and for some people it might be too scratchy i i, I don't think it, it like i wouldn't actually call it a scratchy yarn it's not a scratchy yarn but it's not a super soft yarn so if you do have a problem with itchiness it may not be the yarn for you but i think there are my for most people it will actually be fine um i'll put on my cardigan it's actually quite hot but i'll put it on so you can see you can i'll try and show you i'll try and stand up show you so my cardigan is called Flory. I wanted to design something. Here we are, can you see the pretty lace at the bottom? And it has a collar and a really plain front. I wanted to design something that uh, reflected the, um, just this this the honesty of the yarn, sort of the, the really rustic nature of the yarn. So it needed to be quite, uh, I felt it needed to be quite a simple, elegant piece. And it needed to be beautiful. I, I just wanted it to be just, like be-, be raw beauty God, all the cliches but it is what I wanted um, and I hope I've done it so what I decided to do was to keep it relatively plain it's got this beautiful eye cord edge that comes down the front and I called it the sleeves and then it's finished with quite a pretty um, lace at the bottom that has naps in it can you see that I didn't think about focusing I need to work that out don't I anyway it's got these little naps in the lace which are cool in it. they're really fun it. And otherwise, it's all just really simple. It's got this nice collar that actually keeps you warm. Um, The sleeves are relatively long. It's drop shoulders. But the thing I really love about it is how you knit it. I mean, I love how it looks. I'm going to wear this. Once it gets cooler, I'm just going to live in this cardigan. It's one of those... um, It's just one of those ones that you can imagine that you'd feel, you know, if you're really um, gracefully relaxed. You, You know, people that manage to look really casual and really elegant at the same time that's that's what I'm aiming for I think with this so I'll just grab it and I'll put it on and you know and my casual somethings and my big warm slippers and I can curl up and I can knit and and I'll just feel really special that's what I'm hoping all winter I'm gonna feel like that should be quite good um, anyway this is how I um this is how I made it so what you do is you cast on the back it's quite a long cast on because it's got drop shoulders So you cast on from one shoulder all the way to the other shoulder with a provisional cast on because you're going to pick that up later. And then you knit the back, you do some shoulder shaping and you knit the back, and then you come back and you do another provisional cast on for the collar, that part here, which is knitted sideways. Right? These stitches are all put back on a needle. You pick up your provisional cast on from your back and you put those on a needle, and then you use put your provisional cast on perpendicular. To your stitches across the back, um, and you start knitting. You knit a little eye cord edge and you knit down the collar, up, down, up, down, up, down, and every time you pick up stitches from your back neck until you've worked, well if you start in the middle, so until you've worked half your back neck, and then you move into your shoulder, all those stitches are picked up, you knit the whole way along, and what happens is you create this collar that then curls around the corner, you see? So it starts at the back of your neck and it just curls a right round. So you don't have to go back and seam it. No seaming. And once you're finished, you're finished. That's it. Um, I absolutely love this way of knitting at the moment. I love it that when I cast off, I am done. I just love that. Um, So you're knitting the front as you go. There's no band to pick up either. You work some short row shaping at the front. And then you just knit down, 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 down the front. And then you do the same for the other side. You pick up your provisional cast on for the back of the neck. And you, sew it, you, knit it, sew it. you knit it together with your back stitches all the way down to the end of your neck. And then you work shoulder shaping and then work your way down your back. It's, you will have to think as you're working through the instructions, how am I putting things and how are my needles lying? Um, but just remember that your collar is worked perpendicular to your back. Okay, so you're going to knit along and pick up as you go. Once you get to the shoulder shaping, you'll be home and host, and the second side will be easy. It's just it's just getting that little first side in your head right. That's the most complicated thing. Uh, and it's not even that tricky, and I hope I've written it in a way that's really easy for you to understand. That's my big aim with knitting patterns, is that you can pick it up and have a go. And I, I try not to do anything overly complicated. So I feel like if you're you know, if you're a bit gutsy and you're even a beginner, you could probably have a go at pretty much all my patterns. Um, I have four children. I am constantly interrupted. I cannot think. I'm, I'm you know, my, my brain is, I'm definitely hormonal. <laughs> and so I'm forgetting things all the time. There is no way that I can make anything too complicated. So I try and simplify everything. But I do like things to be interesting. So, um, so I try and make things a little bit interesting too, just to, you know, make it fun. I like things to be fun. But once you've done that, once you've done the collar and you're knitting down the front um, and then you have knitted the front the same length as the back to the arms, you join it up and then you just knit. You just knit to the bottom. So it turns into a knit that you can just take anywhere. You can knit while you're having a cup of coffee with friends. You can knit while you're at the movies, whatever. You just remember to do that little icord edge at either end and that becomes second nature once you've got that under your belt. Um, and then you just knit all the way to the bottom until you get to the lace. And then you can have a little think at the end learn something new if you haven't done ups before at the end the sleeves are picked up around the armholes. there's no shoulder cap because it's a drop sleeve so the sleeves are super simple we pick them up around the arm and we knit them all the way to the end and finish with an i-cord at the cuff and that's it guys you cast off you're finished and you can wear it pretty much wear it block it and wear it so uh yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna love wearing this I just it just I don't know I can't quite articulate the uh, words about it and why I love it so much but I do I really love it I think it's this whole yarn pattern combination is just great I have seen it um, knitted in another yarn which is a super soft luxury yarn bohemia um, sport yarn from Outlaw Yarn it's a very very luxuriously soft yarn it's a merino poleworth possum yarn Um, so it has this fabulous halo from the possum and Uh, It's just luxury, you know, luxury soft. It's a sport weight yarn, and that's also a sport weight yarn. And it's light, it's fabulous. Now, possums in New Zealand are not the same as possums everywhere else. I've talked about this on the podcast before, and I've had, um, in fact, I've interviewed Deb from Outlaw Yarns. You can go back and listen to her on the podcast, um, on the audio podcast. You can find that on iTunes or my blog. Um, And she talks about possums and how they're just decimating the bush here. In New Zealand, and they eat the birds, they eat the eggs, you know, it's just, um, it's awful. They eat the trees, actually. They can't live in the trees. And anyway, possums are great because they can use the fur in the yarn. So they have, they do cull them, And but it's really nice to think that we're just culling them with a purpose. So we're just saving the bush, but actually there's, you know, the, you can make use of the of the pelts once they're, once they're, um, once they've culled the possums. So they can put those in yarn. So it's in the outlaw yarn in the bohemia sport uh and the if knitted this in the bohemia sport it's just that ultra ultra soft collar that just squishes up it's got beautiful drape to it um oh it's just beautiful so that's a really good alternative if you're not sure if you have a problem with scratchiness or you can't get hold of um, this Mocha yarn, because it really sells out very quickly when it comes along, and then it, sometimes it can be tricky to get hold of. I don't want to put you off, because it's beautiful. If you can get some, do. Uh, but if you're having trouble, um, Outlaw yarn is pretty readily available. Most places, uh, there's a lot of online shops now that stock Outlaw yarn. I'll put links in the show notes, and that's a really good alternative for flurry. You can you can use that um, for your flurry, flurry cardigan too. So I hope you really enjoy it. If you're knitting it, do tell me. Um, I absolutely love to see the progress that you're making on patterns. I love to see the colors you're choosing and how you've made it yours. So you can either email me. That's fine. You could put a picture in the Ravelry group. You could tag me on Instagram. That's great because um, uh, it's easy for me to find on Instagram. And if I love your photo, I will repost it because there's nothing nicer than seeing beautiful, beautiful pictures of um, my patterns. It makes me very happy. I do love hearing about all your knitting. So that was the knitting. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about some sewing too, so let's do that. Sewing. I um, I had big plans to do lots of sewing this summer and I had fabric, I had patterns, i would matched things up. I was really excited about doing some sewing and I just never got to it. So it was a combination of thinking, oh flip, you know, here we go, I make some stuff, I hope it fits. And I think we, I don't know, I think we all do that sometimes. It's not a very nice feeling, is it? I, I, um, I'm i not quite sure what to do about it. I think my my instinct is just to beat it out of myself. It's probably not healthy, but I just think, no, stop this. I, no, I just have to get on and just do it anyway. That is my instinct, and I probably will do that. Um, but, you know, I, I know it's nice to be kind to yourself, and that I suppose that kind of is, because I'm just going to shove it to one side and just keep moving on. And be nice to myself and stop this horrible talking about how I can't fit things. That's what I'm going to do. I will do that anyway. I had a, a busy summer. Um, we had some people staying with us for quite a while over the summer, which was fantastic. We loved it. Um, we had a bit of a shuffle around with bedrooms, so my sewing space wasn't um, wasn't free. These are just excuses, aren't they? They're just excuses of why I didn't do it. I was knitting a lot. Anyway, I didn't do it, and it's hot. And then I sort of wore my clothes that didn't fit, and oh, that was miserable. So I'm going to sew now just as we go into autumn I'll do some summer things but I think it's actually still going to be warm here probably until May I think so I'll have a couple of months of wearing things and I might make something I might make things that are not sort of really tropical hot hot for wearing tropical hot hot um, but for wearing when the weather's a bit temperamental so rather than sleeveless things I'll go for t-shirts rather than short things I'll go for longer skirts that kind of stuff Um, I am really keen to wear some more dresses. But what I've got planned, um, the first thing I have to do urgently, and I will show you, definitely have it done by the time um, I next record, is a pair of trousers. And I'm doing a test knit. Test knit. I'm doing a test so... <laughs> for Meg, it's so liberated. Um, she's got some fabulous trousers that are coming out. Uh, you may have seen them on Instagram. I'll put a link in the show notes to her. Absolutely beautiful Instagram feed. Anyway, um, I'm doing a test sew of some trousers for her. And um, I really need to get those done quite quickly because she needs to get the pattern out. So I've been trying to think about what fabric I would use. They're quite drapey. They're sort of, um, they're elastic around the waist. They've got these fa- big, fabulous pockets, sort of um, bowed out pockets, and then baggy trousers. And she recommends to use like a drapey um, tensile or um, viscozy kind of things, I think anyway I was trying to decide I thought it would be good to use something I already had um, but I'm not I'm not sure if I've got anything that would be great the thing I found I went for a hunt this morning and um, I found this which is um, I've absolutely no idea what it is it's a cotton something it looks like it's got a bit of a silk blend in it Um, I should have written down what it was when I bought it I have a terrible habit of doing that and then I get home and think I have no idea. I have no idea, like if it's in linen, I know. And if it looks like cotton, I know it's going to be a pure cotton because I, I tend to only buy those. Uh, but otherwise, I need to write it down. I'm going to do that from now on. Anyway, I've got this. It's sort of a mucky brown. I absolutely love this colour. Uh, it's quite drapey. And um, I think it might be cool in the trousers. I think it might make really fabulous trousers. I was going to make a dress out of it, but I'm wondering if I want to wear a whole dress out of this color brown. It just might be too much brown. I mean, I like brown, but I might feel like I'm gonna be a bit matronly in that much brown. I don't know, I'm not convinced that it'll work. So what I think I'll do is I might limit it to my bottom half and try these trousers in it. I'll have a go. I'll read her instructions again a bit more. I might ask her um, if she thinks this would be good, and if not, I'll shoot out and I'll have to buy some more. Oh dear. Go and buy some more, I shouldn't be buying more fabric, I've got so much fabric, um, but anyway, this is what I'm thinking, so next time I see you, I will have trousers, they will be finished, Oh, they're fabulous trousers, I can't wait to do that, I'm quite nervous, I haven't, I get all these people to test knit my patterns, and I'm really fine, and really chilled about it all, and I, I, I you know, I'm pretty realistic about what people can do in their lives, but when you're on the other end of a test, it's quite stressful, isn't it, like I feel like I, I want this to be perfect for her, I want it to make it absolutely fabulous pair of trousers, because it's such a great pattern, so um, it's good practice for me, it's really good practice to remember what those tessas are feeling like, maybe they don't feel like that, maybe that's just me, (laughs) I have no idea, okay, what else was I going to make, I also want to make a skirt out of this very, very, very pretty, pretty Nanny Iro double gauze, because I just think it's gorgeous, it's quite pink, I'm not an overly pink person, Um, I mean, I love pink, I really do love pink, but I'm, I've never been a prissy kind of, prissy, this makes it sound negative, but I've never been uh, a girly girl. I haven't. Um, and, but I think this is super pretty, and I just want to make a skirt on a waistband with, um, gathered skirt and waistband with some good pockets. So I'm going to make um, the Cleo skirt by Made by Ray. Have you come across that yet? Um see if I can find you a picture. I have got, I've got the pattern. I have to go and print get it printed at my local copy shop um, and they printed it on a big A0 format for me. I, I used to always do my PDFs at home. I'd printed them off on my computer you know my printer and I'd stick them all together. but recently I started using this uh, um, copy shop thing. I think I don't know why I, I must have seen someone had done it and I thought it looked fantastic and the price isn't actually that bad. Um, to get it done and then you get these ginormous sheets or it's all ready for you and provided you've got they've got their little um you know gauge swatch and what, what do they call it with fabrics like um has to be an inch by an inch or something or three inches by three inches provided they've done that correctly at the coffee shop um, then you're good to go and you can just trace your pattern and off you go so um i was going to show you my um pattern picture because i haven't had that printed yet and i haven't printed anything off it because i bought a pdf from um ray made by ray for this pattern do you use instagram like pinterest because i do i thought that'd be a good thing to show you so um, i have um folders that you can save things when you go to a picture you can um like for example that beautiful picture from hill farm moments just come up on my feed there's a little icon at the bottom like a ribbon if you click on that, then you can save this into um, a collection. And I have heaps of collections: um, Clothes for Me, Design Ideas, Insta Prop Ideas, Workflow, Bra Making, Journaling, um, Recipes, Bags, Name It, Jewelry, everything I have in there. So one of these folders is called Clothes for Me, and it just reminds me when I've got stuff um, that I love, I can just put it in Clothes for Me and um, and I can go back and refer to it later, and remember what it is I loved. So I saved that photo, can you see that? It's going to go out of focus. I need to like, make it bigger, I could make it bigger I suppose, yeah, like that. Anyway, I love the little t-shirt she's wearing, it with. is that in focus? I hope so, I need to work at this. Um, so she's got a little t-shirt and this really cute skirt, and I thought, you know, if I got one that felt comfortable around my waist, that'd be fantastic, I'm going to wear that, that'd be really fantastic. And in that pretty pink, I think that would be great. I just need a cute little T-shirt to go over the top of it. So I'm gonna make that. I don't quite know when. I need to get those trousers done first. And the other one I want to make is the Kelly skirt from Megan Nelson. Now I've made this before, um, and it was a little bit on the snug side, and now it definitely is on the snug side. So what I decided to do, um, because I cut out the pattern, it was really dumb. Like I cut out the paper, from the pattern and I had a, a bought pattern I couldn't print it again so dumb so I mean the, the, learn from my mistake just trace them so the pockets are fine I can reuse the pockets um, they're fine and those sizes don't change but what does change are things like the waistband and the front and all that sort of stuff so what I've done is um, this is the original pattern piece and you can see how the sizing changes between um, extra small and small. I've gone up a size or two with this. So what I did was I lay it on my um, Swedish tracing paper. And I just added that much extra. I graded it up for myself. And I put it onto Swedish tracing paper, which is fantastic to use. I also use, um, uh, like, architect's trace... What is it called? Draftsman's paper. It's uh, We have a yellow one here. I use that as well. It's not as wide as... Um, Swedish tracing paper, but anyway, so I did that, and I traced it up, graded it up, and I'm going to make it, because I love the buttons down the front, I'm going to make it with this, um, which is like this really lightweight, I mean, this might be great for those trousers, actually, except I might look like a clown, I want this to be a skirt, and I just think it'll look fabulous with little wooden buttons down the front, so that's my plan, is to make that skirt with little wooden buttons down the front, and again, I just like a nice little t-shirt, um, to go over the top of that, and I'm going to make it way longer, I'm not having it up there around my around my bottom, I'm going to make it long, I want it, I actually think I want it kind of below my knees, I'd like a real autumn, an autumn skirt out of this, I think I'll just wear it to pieces, and I can leave some of the button bottom buttons undone, um, so it's like, a, you know, not quite so matronly, but, um, but yeah, I thought that'd be really funky out of that, I love spots. Loves, I love spots. I do love prints. I always think maybe I should, you know, oh, I should be like in this kind of serene linen and wear all that. But actually, I really love prints. So I'm going to do that a bit more. So that's all the sewing I've got to do. Are you doing some sewing? I'd love to hear about it if you are. Um, you could join me and sew some of this stuff with me. I mean, I'm, I love running sew-alongs as well. We could easily run a sew-along and get some of these things made. So it just give us all a deadline to do it. Tell me if you are. It'd be really good. Cool. I just had to go and have a quick cup of tea because my battery went flat. There's a lot I'm going to have to learn about this to remind myself. I'm so rusty. It's crazy. Anyway, I'm back. Now, the last thing I wanted to talk to you about was something that was super exciting for me. Um just last month, and um, it all started last year, Um, I was in a magazine this year, it's really exciting, and not just any magazine, I was in, my pattern was in liner magazine, that blows my mind, look, I've got a copy right here, liner magazine, issue four, I just, I'm so excited, both for myself, and also for the Southern Hemisphere, woohoo, like, yes go, let's be represented, (laughs) I just, I take it very personally. I have to do this on everyone's behalf. Anyway, um, last year, Liner magazine put a um, a mood board up and asked for submissions to issue four, and I decided to apply. I'd never applied for a magazine before. The deadlines made me nervous. I just felt like I was worried I wouldn't be able to meet them. I think, ultimately, that was just an excuse. I was worried about people saying no, of course. It's pretty normal, I think. But um, anyway, I thought... I'm going to apply because this mood board i know what i want to do this is just awesome i had an idea instantly the mood board had all these it's very moody always with liner um and the mood board had um images of these women who to me looked like they were really strong but they were from the old days like it just reminded me of times gone by so um i had this vision of this cardigan that i wanted to do um and to me it represented how women can make enormous changes from, um, from the confines or the, from the life they already lead. Like they don't have to go, we don't have to go crazy with these big grandiose gestures or crazy things, do big wild things to make change. Although, of course, that, that does work. Um, but traditionally, you know, women have been made strong, strong, um, women have made changes for us just step by step by step, from within what were much more um rigid domestic circumstances than we often most of us seem to live in today so um a cardigan is called Kate and um it was named after Kate Shepherd who was um one of the suffragettes in New Zealand who um Managed to get women the vote, and New Zealand women were the, one of the first. Were they first women in the world to get the vote, which was pretty exciting? And then I discovered later, once the cardigan had been accepted, once they said they wanted it, in the magazine that um, Finnish women were the first women in Europe to get the vote, and of course, a magazine is Finnish. that's pretty exciting. Anyway, here's Kate. Let me show you. Can you see her? I'm a bit conscious about my, um, about my, you know, focus. But anyway, there she is is it the photography just amazing? It's like my big aim now. I've got my my photography as good as liner. It's so good. Now you might be wondering why I'm saying liner. That's because that's apparently how you say this name. So it looks like lane, you know, French lane, and sheep, and wool, wool, isn't it? Um, But uh, in Finnish, it actually means something different. I can't remember exactly what. It's something like snuggle, or cuddle, or huddle, or um, cozy, or something like that, I think. Someone could tell me. But um, coincidentally, in French, it means yarn and sheep and things like that, wool. So anyway, liner magazine, there's Kate. So what I did was I decided um, it's quite a traditional sort of shell for the cardigan. I wanted to draw on some of those um, 1940s and 50s um, garments that women wore, those sort of traditional cardigans that they wore, set in sleeves. I was very conscious about the fact that uh, I wanted to make something that would work on a wide range of figures and ages, and I think set-in sleeves are probably the most flattering, most versatile um, sleeve for a wide range of women to wear. So it's got set-in sleeves. um, It's got long sleeves because, you know, it's practical. It keeps us warm. It has this one-by-one rib, which I felt was really pulled from those kind of traditional 1940s and 50s cardigans. And yet it has this strong, angular panel at the front in the lace, which to me represented this, the guts and the power of these women to make big changes, and then it's finished around the neck with this really sweet, sweet, um, neat, kind of classy little, um, I hate the word classy, I don't even want to say that, no, I didn't know I said that, but it's like this, um, it's just neat, this little icord, it's a nice finish, it's like little nice little finish the thing I love about it is the band so that's the thing that for me set it apart and and it represented for me the front band um just this kind of surprise we can pull it out of the bag when we want to as women you know we've got lots of um we've got lots of reserves and we've got lots of things we can do and there can be a bit surprising and that's what the front band says to me so I hope you can see this Um, So you might see it better in here, but in the front band in here, it's a rolled band. So it's a stockinette band, and it will roll back on itself. And the idea is that when you wear it with the buttons, it unrolls. But it does have a tendency to want to roll. It's not your traditional um, knitted band at the front. It just gives it a little little something special, I think. Anyway, I can't wait to get it back. I'm going to wear it. I'm going to wear it a lot. Um, The Zalana is this beautiful blend of um, merino and possum and silk so again it's got that possum in it and you can see the dark halo in the in the garment that's the possum it's just beautiful and so it's incredibly warm and incredibly light it's really beautiful there's another photo of it in here somewhere um, as well this magazine is absolutely glorious it really is a beautiful magazine so I thoroughly recommend you get hold of one there's another one of the cardigan with this beautiful shawl over the top that was designed to go in the magazine as well. And it's sort of this, I used, um, I think it's colour number 13. I think that's right. It's a grey colour. Um, and it's just so soft. Uh, you know, it's it's almost cashmere soft. It's just beautifully soft. I wanted to show you um, some of the other um, designs in here. It's a fabulous magazine. I said that. It's packed with patterns. I think this is, the patterns in this in this issue are just glorious. They really are. I thought I'd show you a couple of my favourites because there are some that just jump out at me and I think, oh, yes, yes. Um, this one is my hands-down all-time favourite. I just, I could eat this cardigan. I love it so much. This is a beautiful, it's not a cardigan, it's a jumper. It's beautiful. It's called Magnolia. It's by Camilla Ved. She's a Danish designer. I think I love it because it's that dusky pink as well. It's a dusky pink with that dark halo in it. It's just moody and mm, scrumptious and I just adore the lace at the bottom. It's just, it's feminine without being prissy. I I really, really love it. It's not frilly and but it's just beautiful. So I love that. Um, I think she used her own yarn. I think the pattern, um, the yarn is, Camilla actually produces yarn, it's on page 92, Um, and I'm pretty sure that's her own yarn that she uses, it's really beautiful, very beautiful, Um, the yarn is, yeah, so it's a lamb's wool, 100% wool, and a rosa is the colourway, so it has, I like all these little details at the back of the um, thing, so that, I would, I would wear that tomorrow, I mean, I wouldn't wear it tomorrow, it's too hot, but I would wear that, I just adore it. I absolutely adore it. And it's got little nups in it, I notice now, in the lace. It's got these little nuts I'm quite partial to nuts at the moment. So that was one of my, uh, that's my favourite jumper in here. Um, uh, I also love this jumper. This is my other favourite. I've got three, like, top favourites of the patterns. So this is the other one I love, Lakeland by Fiona Ellis. She's in Canada. And that one just looks like something you'd want to throw on and be really stylish and it's a stylish cozy jumper it's got this beautiful stitch pattern which i have just coincidentally i'm just about to cast off a cardigan which has exactly that stitch pattern i think it's exactly the same it's really potato chippy you just like one more row one more row Just, just do another five more rows can't put it down sorry kids no dinner it's one of those i love the way it's got wider sleeves love the neck it's got slightly dropped shoulders that is a stylish stylish jumper I like that one. And it looks super duper soft. Super duper soft. So the yarn for that one, Lakeland, that's the little diagram there. Really got to sort out this um, focusing, I think. The yarn is um, Range by Hinterland. It's 50% Canadian Rambouillet, 50% Alpaca. Oh, it'll be just glorious. It'll be absolutely cosy and soft. And it's got a really fun back. That's the other thing I like about it. Look. Look at the back of that. That's awesome. I really like it. It's just got these little interesting details. I love stuff like that. Just a little bit surprising. Really appeals to me. Um, So those two are the garments that I absolutely love. I mean, everything is lovely. There are more cardigans. No, yeah, there are more cardigans, more jumpers. Um, Shawls and cowls. Um, But these are the other thing I really like. Um, Helen Stewart's fragment socks. Can you see those? I just think they're really great. I think they're unisex, which is fabulous as well. They're definitely, um, they're not just for women, those socks up. I could easily make a pair of those for Mr. Myrtle. Um, I love that geometric um, pattern in them, but I adore the colour. I mean, I'm just, the colour and the photography, of course. They make um, everything look beautiful in this magazine, 120. Let's see what the yarn is. I have a funny feeling that it is... Eden Cottage, and it is Eden Cottage. One skein of Boland 4-ply by Eden Cottage and the colourway oak. Well, they are, aren't they? Just glorious. So, I have that beautiful sheen to it. Um, Blueface Lester. I love Blueface Lester. It's one of my favourite, um, one of my favourite yarns, actually. I've got a cardigan that I made, of, oh, years ago now. I dyed the yarn, and I've I made a, a cardigan. I've forgotten the name of it. It's a, I had one of those Amy Christopher's patterns. One of her more popular ones. Name's gone completely out of my head. See I forget everything at the moment. It's hopeless. Anyway, um but it's really great. I mean it pills a little bit but I just depill it but it's it's cozy it's soft it's hard wearing I love it. I love um I love Blueface Lester. So those are my favourite there's lots of cool stuff in here. There's some really cool articles. Um oh look this is where we all want to go for sure. We could all meet there. Why don't we have a plan? We all go to France, we go to Paris, and we meet at Le Bain and me and we go to that beautiful French um, wool shop. Look, don't you just adore the yellow door? I adore the yellow door. I still haven't able to get hold of any of their yarn. It's incredibly difficult for me to find. <laughs> I mean, I have to, they have updates, I think, in the middle of the night, so I have to set an alarm. I'm not sure I'm that desperate just yet, but I definitely, I've got to get hold of some because I just really want to try it. I'm dying to try the yarn. There's um, recipes in here. Look, there's a recipe for this gorgeous hot chocolate and orange liqueur. Oh, yum. That's just beautiful. Hot chocolate and orange liqueur. And then there's a, um, other things. Red wine stew. I'm going to try that. Um, garlic mashed potatoes. Nordic cinnamon rolls. They look delicious. I don't um, eat gluten, but I think I could maybe have a bash or something similar, couldn't I? Um, it's really, really good. It's really good. There's beautiful yarn that they love, they can recommend. So it's just nice to find out about some new things. It's, a, it's quite a bumper issue. There's lots of stuff in here. There's articles about designers, there's articles about all sorts of things, and all the patterns are in the back. So I thoroughly recommend you get hold of one. I will be releasing my pattern um as an individual standalone pattern in probably about six months, but if you want to get hold of it before that, this is where you find it. Um, now I do know that they've left the gauge information. Unfortunately in the printing the gauge information was left off my pattern. so that's a bit of a biggie uh, for you to know what to knit. but the new editions of this will have the gauge information and all the errata that is from the magazine and all prior magazines you can find it at um, lane.com or liner.com forward slash errata I think that's right I'll put a link in the show notes so you can go and check out any errata so it's the same for any patterns if you find a mistake and um, you can ask the designer of course if if um, it's a mistake and but go and have a hunt around for errata pages because try and put stuff up that's that we've found to be a mistake. And of course it's corrected and then next time these things are printed they're not in there Um, but that's just one thing to look out for I've got a copy to give to you, to one of you. You can win it. So I've got two of these. This is mine, this bent one that's been well-thumbed is my copy. But I have a second copy up there on my bookshelf for one of you. So what I'd love you to do, to go in the draw to win it, is... Tell me. I want you to go and have a look over at Ravelry and have a look at all the um, patterns that are in here. Because I've only told you about a few, and there are a lot more, and they're very beautiful patterns. Um, I'd like you to go and have a look, and I want to hear what your favourites are too. I mean, it might be that your favourite three as well. It might be that one just absolutely sings out to you. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe you love all of them. But whatever. I want to hear. I do want to hear what your favourite is. I'm really curious to know. I told you mine, um, and I'm really cur- curious to know what of which of these patterns in here really appeals to you? What can you see yourself wearing and feeling fabulous in and what do you want to snuggle up in? And, and um, I want to hear all that. So tell me, you can either leave a message at the bottom of the YouTube, under the video on YouTube, or over on my blog, the, um, and it'll be, I don't know what the number will be yet, but I'll. Um, it'll be on my blog. It'll be the la- last post on my blog. This is We're in March now. I think it's March the 9th or something today. Can't remember. Anyway, it'll be out not long. This will come out not long after that. Go and have a look on my blog and leave a note. I'll leave the um, thing open. I will aim to record another podcast in a week or two. And um, so if you all get me your replies by... Let me just check my calendar. And then I can tell you when to get your replies to me by. Um... You tell me what you love by Wednesday, the 21st of March. Leave me a message. By Wednesday, the 21st of March, 2018, I will draw a winner and I will announce that person on the next podcast. So you have to have a listen to find out if you've won. And then you can be anywhere. I don't care where you are in the world. Absolutely anywhere. I'll post you the magazine and it can be yours. And you can enjoy it too. Very fun, won't it? I think that's all I had to tell you. There are tons of things I'm going to talk about. I'm just going to, this has probably dribbled on for ages already. Thank you so much for watching and coming back again. I think this will be fun. I'm actually looking forward to this. Now I've kind of got myself sorted and I know where I'm going to sit. And um, yeah, it's fun. I think I'll get right back in the swing of this. So have a lovely day or a lovely evening. I hope you're doing heaps of knitting. Um, Say hi. I'd love to hear from you. Come and show me what you're making. And I will see you next time. Bye everybody.
1: There's no excuse now not to be knitting, cause you can do it standing, and you can do it sitting. Is it a hat, or is it the start of a blanket? Or maybe a ball or even a show for a baby. There's no excuse now not to be knitting, Cause you can do it standing, and you can do it sitting. I'm John Needles yeah, yeah. We're casting them four, five. Four, four, once three, I got a fish and love you You can do it, Mary You can do it, John Is it a gnome or some other homely creation? Wait and see, it might even be for a teapot it standing and you, you can, can do, do it sitting <laughs> take out your needle yeah yeah we're, we're casting on one two three four five four, once i got fishing love you can do it mary yeah you can do it mary you can do it mary, you do it, mary. and you can do it john What are you? What are you? Nothing, man. I crochet.